0: Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Studio Insights. In this episode, you've got myself, Hannah and Kim from the Bell Vista Studios team. We are going to be asking each other questions to help us get better at what we do as learning designers and just improve as human beings. So Kim <laughs> and I are going to have a question for each other. Um, we believe it will add value to you as well because you, if you're watching this, you are potentially a learning designer too. So. Tune in, get some value, and apply anything (laughs) that feels good to you. (laughs) Um, Before we get into the episode as well, I think you should check out our Creator Hub. So, our Creator Hub is for instructional designers, learning designers, training developers, e-learning developers. And there's lots of free resources. Um, There's coaching on there. Uh, You can check out our blogs. There's basically a whole suite of things that add value to you in your role. So check it out. It's going to be in the description below as a link. So you can click on that and check it out. So let's get into the episode. Kim, I think you should ask the first question.
1: Okay. My question is for you, Hannah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's about uh, how can you not you, but how can a person effectively delegate a
2: task? Um,
0: I think an important part of it is enabling the person to ask questions. Um, so if you hand something over, even though you might think that everything is there like someone may have other thoughts or see things differently. Um, so I think give them the space, whether it's like they review the task and then maybe like at the end of the day, you have a meeting with them just to confirm like if they have mm. questions, answer their questions. I think as well, something else we've learned is to get them to confirm their understanding back to you.
2: Mm.
0: So rather than just assuming that you're on the same page with the person that you delegated the task to, yeah, them to like say it back to you and it's not like because sometimes it can be like oh you think I'm stupid so you're telling me to like say it out loud sort of thing but it's mm. not it's so important to just verbalize it and say it out loud because people can perceive things very differently like one mm. sentence could be completely different to two different people so I think just taking the time to like talk through the task with that person make sure they understand like the outputs of what's expected of them mm-hmm. Um, what else? I think it does really help if you have the time um, to link them to things that will help them with the task. Mm. So, for example, if there's things out in the world that you know already exist, that would help the person do the task better, like give them those links so they're not having to like try and find them or they might not know it exists and then not do the
2: job that you expect. Um... I think give them enough
0: time so think about how long it would take you and then maybe add a little bit more time because they don't have the understanding that you have so they need time to like understand it and do that planning at the beginning Mm -hmm. Um, and if someone rushes like it is likely that they're going
2: to miss things or just think like they don't need to go into as much detail as what you'd like. Give them a deadline (laughs) so people know what it's actually due. Mm. Yeah, what kind of
1: information should be handed over? Um, The resources they
2: need to do the task. What the output is that's required of them, when it's due. Um, How long you expect each part of the task to take. So they like have an idea of how long things should be taking them and
0: don't spend too long on one thing. Um, give them any context that you know already. Like if you've had meetings with a client or there's information that you have, like just hand everything you know over so
2: they can decide what to do with it. Um, something else but I've forgotten it now. That's all I can think of for now, I think. Mm. Yeah, cool. That's good. Thank
1: you.
0: Mm. Maybe another thing, get them to check, like, if they want, to give them the opportunity to check in once they've done a part of the task. Is
1: oh, yeah. One? Yeah, like a little prototype, like, check yeah. in yeah. and give me a QA. Is this what the output kind of is?
0: Yeah. After. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. And tell them to check in with you if, like, anything doesn't make sense. Like, give them that like, make them feel comfortable to do that and not feel mm-hmm. like they have to figure it out themselves. Mm. Yeah. Good question, Kim. I'm just thinking, I was thinking back to our uh, development checklist. You yeah, know we have oh, our team yeah. That's the stuff I was trying to think of because there's, like, mm. things around what to do if you have the task and about, like, checking in and making sure you understand it correctly. Yeah. I was, like, reversing that for the person mm. <laughs> the
1: task that's interesting well I was thinking because we did it today so yeah. I'm like oh is there anything that when I handed over that task to you that could have been done better basically
0: like
2: I don't think so because I had the
0: opportunity to ask questions mm. so things that came up were things that didn't make sense yeah but it was probably better to talk about it anyway like the things mm. that came up was good to discuss yeah well, yeah See, I can't think of anything else that would have helped
1: that's actually a good point because I feel like there's like there was a few things that were unknown like from conversations yeah. that have happened so it's almost saying like um you know this is yet to be decided or this is a discussion like so that because there was things that we were like oh yeah like what would it look like I'm not sure maybe ask that question at this point in the mm-hmm. project like that's something we should be considering so yeah yeah Yeah. you know like oh no it's not like it's not already decided I have permission okay shit I have permission for like problem solving creativity like do I have enough time for that in my task has that been considered considering this is new information Mm. yeah Mm. good Good question
2: question. thanks mate (laughs) for your help
0: (laughs) thanks for your
1: help to help me help you and Vic better (laughs)
0: <laughs> me really. <laughs> so thank you for asking it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, is that everything? Are you ready yeah. to move on to my question? Cool. Um, okay, so my question is going to help me with a project that I'm working on currently. Yeah. So just for anyone listening, the context is like I'm just doing a bit of user research okay. to help better design a solution. Mm um so kim mm-hmm. i want you to go back to when you were in primary school oh okay so i'm going to give you a bit of time to like get into that yeah next. let me get into little kim what age do you want like, me
1: to be well or yeah. is it all my primary years and then draw from that
0: yeah if victoria was here i was going to give one of you like the younger years and one of you the second half yeah so- I think for you, you just choose whatever you can best, like, connect with. Okay, Not- I'll do,
1: I can do, like, a little Kim at, like, 7, 8, and then I can do when I was kind of on the cusp of leaving primary to go to. Yeah, let me get back into, I'm just, I can picture my first day of school in Ireland, <laughs> um, and then I need to, it helps when you, like, picture the teachers.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, cool, I'm, I know. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions, and I want you to answer okay. as look, little Kim.
1: <laughs> Do I have to put on my Irish accent? Because <laughs> I, well, I had an Aussie accent, then I had an Irish accent, so <laughs> it will change. Yeah. You just have to be you. You need to. Yeah, sound. okay, fully embodying me. All right. Well, I had way bigger teeth than I have now. Thankfully, I
0: grew into them. <laughs> <laughs> primary school. I got teased for it. Oh. did you? Oh. Yeah good times okay now it's a therapy session (laughs) (laughs) okay little Kim yeah (laughs) do you want to
2: share your opinion at school
1: I think the question needs to be more specific for me right now as little Kim I'm like yeah but like who am I sharing it to and what's the topic mm okay that would help um, me decide if I did speak up or say something
2: um, am I allowed to say the topic
1: <laughs> no it-
2: oh no not for the project but um what could I'm just thinking I do want to give as little Kim like I want to help like I listened
1: to authority and I wanted to like if I was asked by a teacher I trusted them so I'd give my opinion um but if you're like yeah are you kind of asking me do I I, would I give feedback would I help with something if I was asked or would I not give a shite about it
0: yeah or would you be too shy like if a teacher was like tell me what you think about this and maybe it's like a yeah
1: no I'd feel valued I'd feel appreciated for being asked
2: okay good one Okay. Um, did you ever
0: feel uncomfortable at school? And if so, what was, oh, wait, do you ever feel uncomfortable? Because you are the kid.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely have like insecurities.
2: Oh, here we go. Um, what do you do in response to it? Like, do you do anything?
1: I would say it's probably like a feeling of shame and I don't know how to express or communicate my emotions so I don't do anything about them I don't ask for help or anything I don't even know that I can ask for help because I'm not really aware um I feel like this is going to open up childhood trauma I'm joking um this is interesting though Mm -hmm. um I would describe it as like pushing it under the rug and then eventually it will build up all of this not being able to express because I don't know how and then I will express in a not healthy way after time okay and I'm just uh, can you ask a question again
2: do you ever feel uncomfortable and what do you do in response to it
1: I'd say there's probably avoidance tactics playing out as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Avoidance in the way that like tell me more about that. I what does it look like
1: either push it away, that feeling of uncomfortableness, or um the feeling of maybe being teased or something like that. I like push it away, but I also avoid and like I get out of the situation. And I probably, like, don't go to those people anymore or I, like, will walk the long way to avoid that situation. Like, I don't want to feel like that, but I don't know how to not. And the only way that I do know how to not feel that way or expose myself to that
0: is to avoid it. Mm. All right, cool. Thank you. Um, I think you semi-answered this, but do you want to contribute to improving your school?
1: Yeah, you I was like- really, I would have definitely been into that.
0: Were your friends into that too, do you think?
1: Um, no, I wanted to do it because I wanted to do it. I'd say I swayed friends to be involved in it because they wanted to do it because I was doing it. But I definitely didn't do it because they were doing it
2: Mm. okay
1: and sometimes I was the only kid doing it because I wanted to
2: yeah
0: I just thought then this is like a tip for everyone watching to Mm -hmm. like I think I haven't been doing it well but I need to do it from now on not to react with your opinion on how oh yes like the no. neutral expression which can be very hard to do so it's like a uh user interview tip for anyone listening to not be like oh yeah or like yeah yeah I mm. totally get that or that makes sense yeah you just need to like nod and be like okay okay yeah <laughs> you know um sway the interview questions yeah an answer, sorry <laughs> okay do you feel you could all you can
2: always be honest when adults ask you questions, even if the questions are uncomfortable. Um, I don't know about that because I think there was probably
1: an aspect of wanting to be liked playing out. So saying maybe what they wanted, I'd say things so they liked me and also i had a lot of trust in adults so for many years i i was like they're the adult they know best so therefore i was also going to be giving if they asked me or said something i was going to do what i was told kind of thing so i don't know if i was fully expressing what i definitely wasn't fully expressing what i felt or believed to the full extent i didn't know how to like i was very young. so I was kind of, yeah, just doing it because I was like, they're the adult in the situation. I got to do what I'm told. And this is what I I think, but I don't think I, think I was like pushing back. But I also don't know if I was in situations where things were wrong for me to mm. disagree with or have a different opinion on. Um, But I think... With that said, I'm just thinking now I'm trying to separate from adult Kim versus little Kim. So hold on. How would little Kim have
2: acted? I think I probably would have just gone with the flow if I disagreed.
1: Unless it was really, really bad. Mm. Maybe alarm bells would have went off. I think if Something was like a little bit wrong or not that it had a little bit of like, I don't feel good about this. I could have still gone ahead with certain things, even though I would have been like, this doesn't feel right or this is a bit wrong. I could have still persuaded because I don't think I was strong enough at that young age to say, no, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. But then there's other aspects like of things where I definitely was very strong on like, that's not okay. Um I that's not right for me and I definitely didn't do them, but I don't know what the difference is. Yeah. Without giving examples. Like I can't right now break down the difference between them.
2: Yeah. No, that's good. I
0: mean, okay.
1: (laughs) Thank you for sharing your experience. Thank you for
0: sharing
2: your experience. Um when does learning become hard for you? So, I want you to think about that. Mm. <laughs> when it doesn't come easily. Is there anything that the teacher specifically
0: does to create that? Like the course? To make it hard?
2: Hmm. Hmm. I think when they
1: just, they brushed over it and they didn't give it the time it needed. Like, I don't get this, I need help. And it was just like, oh, you gotta move on. But you're still expecting me to do my homework on that and get tested and assessments on it. But you haven't given me what I need as a little kid to learn that thing. Okay. Thank you. Just as a tip there as well, I'd just say, Hannah, like as a facilitator, I don't know how much detail you actually need for this project that you're doing right now. But remember to say what else.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: I'm just thinking of one topic right now, like th- that I find hard. But if you said, well, what else? I could dig deeper into. Sorry, when I say topic or subject, I'm I'm thinking about maybe maths. But mm-hmm. what if you ask me about like art? So maths I found very difficult. What if you ask me about art or um at that time spellings and times tables I was fucking brilliant at getting 100% every week you know so if you ask the question what else because there's different contexts that I can give you more insight if it's valuable to your process
0: yeah that is very good what else Kim
1: (laughs) so (laughs) when I when learning was hard at a young age Mm -hmm.
2: learning
1: was It was only hard if I had to do things from memory, which a lot of my schooling was around the memory. And it was hard because I just forget it and you can't recall it. And then the pressure that came was I had people telling me, you shouldn't get that wrong. You should do better than that. Why did you get that wrong? It was fucking one word in a hundred word spelling test. But like, so I had that pressure. What did the teacher do to support me or make it hard in that instance they didn't that was all exams and stuff okay. that was all on me okay those ones is there anything else you can think of you have to say what else because anything else I just say yes or no oh okay what else I think that's enough for now so now I feel as a like I feel heard and I feel expressed so then yep. I'm like no nah, I have Thing that's all I have on that. But yeah. when you say anything else, I just go, Nah, couldn't be ice giving you, couldn't be ice going back down the memory bank, you know, like, yeah, okay, give me the, the
0: opportunity to do that. Yeah, interesting because that, um, the coaching habit by Michael, mm. or his last name, but I'm pretty sure he uses anything else when he thinks they have nothing left to say, but it's like the final. Is there anything else?
1: Well, have- yeah, he's thinking like you've got nothing else. So he's trying to wrap up the
0: conversation
1: oh, okay. basically. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, but if
0: I'm wanting more information. Yeah. So you would never use anything else in our I work.
1: wouldn't, no. Because you would just move on to the next question but you wouldn't make an assumption that the person is finished allow them the permission to tell Mm. you that they're finished so you can keep saying what else what else or the other judgment because we don't say what else because we could be there for 10 10 years um and someone wants to freaking yap for ages maybe how people are feeling about little kim's story right now but um is do i as the instructional designer have what i need from asking that question. Have I extracted enough conversations, hmm. data insights so that I can move on and then you make the call. I've yep. got what I need, next
2: question. Okay. All right, cool. Um, just having a look for my questions because I think you may have answered some. Don't
1: assume that though because you've written it down for a reason
0: i know i did do this quite quickly though
1: <laughs> yeah that's okay let's not judge your questions right now but i do think that tends to be i hear people say this yeah. a lot: "Is like oh no you've already answered that but you wrote it down as a trying to elicit something else yeah so you have a responsibility to give it justice what was it about maybe you have re maybe i interpreted the previous question wrong and i told you a story or whatever so there's a reason for it. It's intentional. Figure it out.
2: Mm. Um, I think, yeah, I will
0: ask it. Cause I might get something. What you've answered has covered some of it, but I might get something more specific.
1: Yeah. So what you would do in that instance, when you're facilitating is you go, yeah, I've got an answer for this one as well. Copy and paste. So it shows up in two places. yeah Yeah, like that one also answers this and now what else will answer this new question and then you ask it
0: okay okay so the next question is what do you find hard what yeah what do you find hard when learning english
2: that subject um trying to think English at that age was
1: like spelling sentences grammar so it's a lot of memorization so it was just like trying to remember everything because there's so many things um was I doing any stories and that kind of thing I don't know if I found it hard because I was surviving enough on my grades by doing what i was doing and i was just trying to figure out how do i get the minimal viable product with the minimal output so that i can get the grade because the people that needed to see the grave grade whether it was my parents or the teacher were satisfied enough so it was just like do what i need to do to maintain that and i could for english
0: okay so you did what you needed to do in order to get the grade or the result that you wanted mm-hmm okay
1: to satisfy other people's desires as well well i satisfied my desire by meeting their desires what else <laughs> what did i find hard about learning english
2: mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say nothing however for the purposes of your
1: project I'm going to say what is the intent of your question
0: Um the intent is to make the writing or the language yeah easy to comprehend for someone in that age group so I'm trying to find out mm. what are the issues that children have with English and reading and writing and avoiding that in our solution okay
1: okay so I'd probably reframe the question then because it's not because I'm trying to think of when I learned English and I'm like it's hard because it's all I've known right I didn't and I don't learning English is different from was there a class that you loved the most was Mm -hmm. there a particular activity you can remember and now even me asking these questions I'm like I remember that bloody day in fifth class when I did that activity, because it's a eliciting listen, different memories, which obviously resonated. That I can now recall that and go. That was a good time. I was with my friends. I knew what I was doing. It was fun. We produced whatever we produced.
2: Mm.
1: Um, the teacher was in a good mood. So now that's probably more what you're looking for. I as do question have- too. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right. Would you want to ask that? Yeah. So my question was, what were your favourite activities at school and why?
2: Mm. So that's interesting. That gives me what I need for the what do you find hard? Because I was getting both sides of it, like what's hard and what's good. But,
0: yeah, this is good, like, practice anyway. Mm with user interviews and I did write these questions in about 10 minutes
1: so yeah 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 no that's a yeah no judgment um did you say
0: it is sorry you
1: go say it again say your thought again
0: what were your favorite activities at school
1: and why sorry I cut you or the internet broke out when you were finishing what you were saying about your question writing did you want to finish that thought and repeat it
0: Oh, uh, yeah, no, it's just good like to think, I think it's good for everyone listening as well just to like get to that level of detail of like I'm asking this question, does another question answer that for me? To both like, I think writing questions is like a skill. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> but it's highlighting. Mm. Because when I was doing it, I was like, I need this, I need that, I need this. But as we're, like, discussing, I'm looking and I'm like, that question actually does give me information that that other question also gives me. Mm -hmm. And you're probably finding
1: that I'm maybe giving you stories that you're like, I can't, that doesn't help me at all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, like some things, yeah, definitely. Because, like, English, it's probably my perception. English for me is, like, reading and writing and, like, I have a certain view of it, but you might have a different view of what that means to you Mm. and what it means to you at school. So that's another thing, like, making sure the language, like, speaks to your audience and, like, what you're thinking is what they're thinking Mm. is. (laughs) If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. And and
1: I wonder if you could consider in the writing like of the question what do I want people to like it's around that empathy map like what should I see people what do I want to be able to see people do see them see themselves hear see them or look at them hearing something or look at them and they're having that thought or they're saying or they're thinking this differently yeah looking at the outcome a little bit you just got to be careful around how you phrase it so you're not just putting words in their mouth mm,
2: that's but awful. if you
1: think about yeah it's that balance between how wide do you want them to go versus mm. how niche do you want them to go
2: Yeah,
1: that is another
0: thing mm. yeah Yeah, because the way the question's phrased can give you very different results, which sometimes is not what you're after as the researcher.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can you please recall some
0: of your favourite activities at school?
1: Mm -hmm. Classroom or like fun face like.
0: Let's
2: go both. Okay. And you want to know why as well. Yeah, okay. Um,
1: Definitely when they were linked to my passions, like I, I loved art and stuff. So whenever I got to do something creative, I was really immersed in that. So linking to passions. Um, I think the teacher kind of singling you out for something to support or encourage you um making you like part of the thing like you're the helper not the helper helper but you've got like this sense of importance that's probably linked to being seen a value of like just see me as a little kim um yeah well actually that's so that would be important because I observe that now as an adult with kids is like um how 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 was little Kim made to feel loved and valued and when that happened through activities I thrived and flourished so it was the personal encouragement it was tapping into the personal interests it was um re what do you call it encouraging reinforcing the behaviors that they wanted to see if I did that then they said good on you that's what we want and then i do more of it um and I think fucking just like this is what we're doing do it it wasn't like we're gonna sit down and have like a big lecture and blah 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 it's just like get into it as quick as possible also my style though I don't want to tune out I just want to like give it to me quickly, let's get in, let's get done. Um, yeah, I don't wanna be bored. I'm just thinking of other classes where it was like boring, you're reading stuff that you just do not give a shit about. And then you're expected to do an activity and then I'm like, uh, when's lunch? When can I do the fun thing again? When can I do the passion, the curiosity thing again? So, yeah.
2: Okay, what else?
1: That's it for me, mate.
2: all right
0: thank you for sharing your final question is (laughs) one (laughs) are there any other insights that you can provide me about primary school
2: little kim to help me design for that age group better um make sure Every child is seen and heard in their unique way Um, and create the space for this
1: thing, whatever it is, to be done right because Now, that's the structure of maybe the lesson or something. So it's not like it's an on top of the thing. It has to be like part of the day. It needs to be like now for the next hour. I don't know how long class things are or anything, but it's not I don't want if my teacher feels rushed, I'm picking that up and I'm not getting as involved because I'm thinking they're rushing us on to the next thing. And then we're going to have lunch and little lunch is approaching. So it needs to be given the dedicated time so that we feel the teachers into it. And because they're into it, we're into it as well. And then we give back better because you've done the scene and make me feel heard and loved in the individual way for every child. So we're all there being present on that journey together to get the outcome that you want. Thank
0: you for sharing that.
1: I feel like you personal Hannah wanted to like really jump on that one but facilitator Hannah <laughs> it's
0: so uncomfortable to do the right thing in user interviews what else that's it okay Thank <laughs> very much for your time Kim it's can we return great. to adult Kim now <laughs> Don't leave me in this little version. I'll
1: go buy, I was going to say I'll buy too many sweets. I do that well, anyway. Now that I have adult money that
0: I can leash, I didn't have that back in the day. <laughs> well, little Kim, you are amazing. And thank you for your insights. I'm going to give you time now to get back into adult Kim. Do I get a lollipop first? No. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. Adult Kim, return. Uh, mainly, mainly still lives on within me, but yes. I will. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. It's all right. What did you learn?
0: Um, I learned about, I feel like I haven't done user interviews in a while. So I learned to ask what else mm-hmm. to get more information. Don't ask anything else because it makes people feel like cut off and they're probably not going to give you anything else if you say that. Mm. Um don't react emotionally to people's responses <laughs> natural for me uh.
1: there's probably a balance there that we could do more research on because I'm just thinking like <laughs> it is odd but it's also I get it because I'm like don't take me mate like like I'm just like get what you need from me and ask your questions and move on but there's other like if you're talking to a robot it's weird so it's finding the balance imagine you're asking those kids of a six-year-old or of a 10-year-old and you're just like this stone-faced adult big huge human and you are just like thank you for your response like there's probably (laughs) some (laughs) balance but yeah you can't have Hannah being like
0: that's amazing and that's amazing (laughs) and that
1: it's all amazing (laughs) the reason is is because you sway the bias of the
0: person that is being interviewed basically is what we're saying to the people listening I do struggle with that like even with facilitation I want to get better at that because I do like to be my full self I am very extreme Mm. to like get excited for people and like appreciate what they contribute absolutely like because I am the extreme end of that I find it really hard to not do it and then I get awkward no but I think there's a time there's you like what you have to do that
1: like that's you you know like and if in a, a user interview it's hard because you can't sway someone you're trying to find out unfiltered information but like if you're facilitating like one of our discovery workshops bring it on like that that comes out because then you get your participants just going crazy and giving you what you need and it's a good vibe so like I wouldn't be like trying to suppress true you I feel like the only time that you have to suppress it is you're very intentional and objective when you're doing a user interview or user observation but outside that I wouldn't say there's opportunity to change who you are you shouldn't feel the responsibility to change yeah max hannah all
0: times (laughs) well while we're saying that for anyone who's listening or watching this Mm. do you have any advice on how to run user interviews where you are objective and get like you don't sway people's opinions Mm. and also like be human and friendly please comment Mm. below because i would love to know Um, i think you do that but yeah yeah, like I think we have a like a reasonably good idea of how to do it, but I think there would be other advice out in the world that may support me <laughs> to do that better. Um, so, yeah, I would love to hear if you'd like to comment below. And I think,
1: sorry, I'll just say as well, you're doing that question part. Like if you were doing the framing of like, hey, we're here today to do the interviews and blah, blah, blah. That's where Hannah would come out and you'd have the rapport yeah. and you'd be having the banter. And then you'd just be like into task mode. And then at the end you'd be like, oh my God. Like, then you could be like, I freaking loved, oh, I don't even know what I can't think of. I love playing hopscotch as well as school. Like I, I have this story and then you'd be like, blah, blah, blah. so that's obviously lacking right now. And that's what you're struggling a bit. But I think if it was kind of bookended with like, Hannah's here and then she's doing task, and then she... Hannah's back, it would feel a bit different. Yeah. Like,
0: like right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's also made me think like potentially you could at the beginning be yourself, whatever that looks like, mm. and say, all right, so I'm just going to share like the process with you. We're going yeah. like, to jump into a user interview. I'm not going to respond to anything that you say just because I don't like smile or don't like mm. act emotionally. It's not because I don't understand or like I don't feel bad for you no. or whatever, but it's just like part of the process. We can't respond. So we get mm. the from you boom so then people know and they're not like why do they have like a stone cold face and I'm telling them this great story yeah 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 <laughs> yeah because yeah, there was a few times where I wanted to be like me too I oh know. really <laughs> yeah but I was like what
2: else <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> I'm learning but no that was very, I feel like there is good insights in there for me and my solution I'll go That's through and good like, highlight the important parts but that was yeah thank you that was very good insight Especially the open question at the end. I'm happy I asked that because I feel like that was really valuable as well, what you shared.
1: Mm. And I don't know if I would have got that at the beginning. I think mm-hmm. it needed to be asked at the end because it kind of got me there because it, you get me back into little Kim mode. Then I'm sort of getting used to being little Kim and recalling stories. And as you took me on the question journey, my... Uh, what do you call it embodiment of that experience gets richer
2: mm. and then
1: I was able to probably give you better answers at the end mm, so I think there's like thinking about the structure of when you ask a question as well mm. in what order that's part of like a really good question
0: skill set yeah definitely that's really cool I think we should also do a video in the future on how to ask good questions yeah information you yes. need but do we know the answer I don't know <laughs> there's got to be a way because it's not an easy task to ask the question that you I feel like journalists would have like insights on it that we could look up journalists would want to ask questions to get what they want in response right from there
1: mm, Nah, I feel like I would disagree with that personally really? I feel like they're like they're they're trying to give their it's almost like they're trying to just get you to say they want you to say okay um and they might be putting words in your mouth as well like do you know if if anyone is learning a language I feel like if we could break down this this might be helpful because when you learn a language you have very limited vocabulary so you're very di- mm-hmm. like early like my journey anyway with like where I am in learning languages is my vocabulary is very limited. So I'm very direct. It's mm. like, if someone says, are you ready for dinner? <laughs> yes. It's not, mm. actually I ate like two hours ago. Yeah. So, no, not yet, right? So if you yeah. can think about, if anyone's learning a language, don't know how to do this for people that how can't relate to this little analogy, but it's like, try to construct the question in that language that you're learning and then ask mm. it in English. Because then you're getting straight Mm. into like what is it I need to know and then you ask it and you get what you need from it.
0: Yeah,
2: that's really cool. I like that. Very cool. Mm. There you go. That's the answer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. We hope you got value from this episode. Don't forget to check out our Creator Hub if you want resources for yourself as a learning designer, e-learning developer. Um, There's so many amazing things on there. So definitely check it out. And we look forward to seeing you for the next Studio Insights.
1: If the tips and the insights and the context resonate with you and you wanna take your skills to the next level or you wanna make your life way easier, you will love our Creator Hub. The Creator Hub is a place for people like you and us, basically, it's the stuff that we use internally at Belvista Studios and then we just share it publicly with you. The Creator Hub is created by instructional designers for instructional designers and what you'll love there at the moment is we've got a quiz Could I be a better instructional designer that has so much tips in the feedback if you're interested in human-centered design or just taking your skills to the next level in terms of the solutions you're creating, the problems you'll want to solve, but in there as well Aren't we cute? That's us. Um, but we've got the coaching courses, freebies, give us gratitude and also we've got some templates. And basically they're always around the lens of learning experience design, instructional design and e-learning. So a human centered design focus is very much what we're about at Bell Vista Studio. So putting your learners at the heart of a solution and creating something for their needs. So there's the human-centered design stuff, and then we've also got the business stuff. So this is the stuff they don't teach you about when you want to become a freelancer or a consultant in the instructional design world. So go check it out. The link is in the description. You can check out everything that is available for you. Thank you for choosing to learn with us. Continuously invest in your skills. You will be rewarded as an instructional designer. Share this stuff. Share it with other people, because when we are better instructional designers, we create better solutions that create better humans that create a better world. So we have a very important role and I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Have an awesome day.